Welcome to Jets Rewind and JetsRewind.com. It's uh, Thursday. It's January 6, 2022. It's our first show of the new year. And I am joined by Ray Clifford and Ralph Sharega is making a rare appearance. Are you my, guys doing- my parole board has allowed me this. To do okay. This. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Now, meanwhile, um, Ralph, I came up with a little trivia. Took your job, okay? Oh Very, my gosh! It's not a hard one. Uh, here it is. You ready, Ray? Yep. All right. Of course, uh, Braxton Barrios has been the flavor of the month for a few weeks, and I hear in the radio a lot of people comparing him to Wayne Corbett. Not me. A lot of these people are. So I have a Wayne Corbett question, okay? How many times did Wayne Corbett have at least 75 catchers or more in one season? Oh, I can, I'll say six. Well, you'd have to say it now. We're going to say it for you. I I wanted to get it in before Ray. All right, Ralph, (laughs) you're going to have to turn up the volume, I think. Oh, I can't, I I can't find the damn volume. Okay. Uh, Anyway, I just want to give some final thoughts on the Tampa Bay game and, uh, I, I've gone around in circles and you guys were right. And I was wrong. I, at the time of the game, I thought they should have went for the field goal, but it really didn't, it, that didn't do anything. And the fact that they went for it made sense just because if you think that if they missed it, they had to go 97 yards, I'm uh, sorry, 93 yards instead of 75 yards. Uh, it, with Tom Brady, it might not have made a difference with it, which it didn't, but that was the right move. And also, I just want to mention that I was so emotional that day. I went bananas over that signed football with Eccles, but I'm, I'm fine with it now. It just, you know, it's no big deal. So why he did it. And Tom Brady said it's the last time it's going to happen. It, it still stings that game because it was so winnable. And today... Mike LaFleur, he said it was 100% on him. It's just such a goddamn stupid mistake. I, you know what? I, I don't see anything wrong with having options on any play. Ralph, I, 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 what they did, though, is this. He's a rookie quarterback. They sucked him in. They moved the yeah, guy they out. Did. I know. They did. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, that, and that's the safest play. So that's what he's going to do. And they sucked him in. And then at the last, and they moved him back in. Right, yeah. And nothing was there. And now I'll say this, because Ray and I have spoke about it. Everyone says that the reverse would have worked. There's no guarantee. No. Because even if it looks open, because Ralph, a few weeks ago, they did this fake field goal. Did you yeah, know? I that? saw it. I saw it. And Ray and I both thought. Yeah, it looked he, like he was going to make it. Yeah, but yeah, then they yeah, closed right. it so quick. Right. So there's no yeah. guarantee. No, they could mishandle the handoff. You, you know, obviously it's not, nothing is a guarantee and everything but but quarterback sneak for anything over a yard is a stupid move ralph no it is a stupid move so he'll learn okay just like uh trevor lawrence learned not to spike the ball (laughs) at that point in the game i don't Uh, know if that was him or it was through his headset whatever it was the dumbest move and i ray i spoke to you while we're talking on the tampa bay game did you guys review his run at the end before that play down the left sideline Who's run? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, no. oh, that one. I thought he took. Thought he a, could go in, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. he could have tried it at least. That's what I yeah. thought. So, but I mean, it, 
But those How are much my time or something. Yeah, whatever. I don't care about Jets. But the, the great thing about them is they're worse than the Jets. Yeah. I didn't I my problem with that last play call wasn't uh it it was a that they didn't intend him to have options. So why didn't you just straight out call a reverse instead of exactly one where he's got to think about it? This that, is that play. was my big problem with it. Yeah. You know, this is what we're running so that there's no confusion at all. And if you are doing it that way, why aren't you telling him in, you know, straight up, okay, we aren't doing an option. You're giving the ball to Barrio. So that was my problem with that. Um, but, you know, if, if he didn't make it, I just would have been less upset with that than I was. And until, you know, after the game, I didn't even know that that wasn't what they actually called because I was too busy screaming at the TV and calling Lafleur every name in the book. But, you know, I, I didn't know there was even an option. I thought they flat out called a two-yard quarterback sneak. They got blown up quite easily. So, well, you know, you know. They, they could have gotten Jerry Kramer in the uniform, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and, called, and then I would have called that play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ralph, did you uh, have any other thoughts? Oh, Ray, I'm sorry. Did no, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with everything about that game until that call. Right. So. I, I'm really I'm well, upset that we lost the way we lost. Um, but Ray, we're, we're not okay, you and me. We but we discussed the third and twenty. Yeah, we discussed well, yeah. no. We have to have one of those every game. No <laughs> pressure. It wouldn't be the Brady. Jet game if they didn't yeah. get some humongous yeah. no, third down conversion. No pressure on Brady. No. And and you know going. 93 yards right down the field. It's just sick. Oh, man. Marty, you are such a half-empty guy under the glass. I mean, <laughs> look at the talent that they had out there. Oh, I, you're right. It's the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. I mean, come on. It's well, like, you know, I, I'll give you a stat I heard today, which was interesting. 26% of the Jets' salary cap is on the injured reserve, leading the NFL. Well, I mean, I, look, everyone's got injuries. It is what it the is. Jets this year are ridiculous. I mean, starting with Carl Lawson, it just hasn't ended. And, uh, no. uh, you know, for a team that's undermanned to begin with, I, I was amazed that they stuck with them. I think part yeah. of it was probably that Tampa Bay came in a little overconfident and probably oh, yeah. flat. Uh, but uh, they gave a good account of themselves. Uh, yeah, they did. They did. But, I again – Ray could tell you, Ralph, I just, I'm just the biggest soul loser in the world. And I'll be going to be, I don't care. Let the Patriots win a division. I'm going to be rooting for the Jets this Sunday up in Buffalo. I just can't help it. All right. Now, I want to. Let, discuss, me, let me ask you one I, question, Mark. Yes. Here's your choice. Would you rather the Jets win the game on Sunday and Wilson look terrible or they lose the game and Wilson look really good? I want him to win. I just you, want Ray? to win. That's all I want to do is win. I, I, would, I yeah, especially in that game, I would have taken the uh, win. <laughs> I, I just against Brady. And no, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Buffalo game. Yeah, oh, the Buffalo. If they play Buffalo. Up. Would you rather them win and Wilson look terrible? I want. Well, you know, at this point, I'd rather have them. I'd I'd rather have Wilson continue to look better and better. I, I want him to win. I think I want him to, but it won't bother me at all no, if they don't. Nothing looks good. Nothing changes a culture better than winning. And I really believe that if it's but a we're past that point this year. There's no culture changing. Well, this you, you know, you're right. When uh, Parcells took over the Jets, 
he won all four exhibition games the first year because he said he wanted the team to learn how to win games well, no matter what. I agree yeah, but with that's you, Marty, next but, year. Yeah. Well, Ralph, if you yeah. if you like me and you follow uh, Parcells, Ray follows Parcells, I follow both Parcells and Belichick, those guys don't want to lose any game. They no. don't care if it's exhibition, if they're coaching the senior ball, whatever. They want to win every game they're coaching. I know that about those. Well, I'm two sure guys. a lot of coaches feel that way instinctively. Yeah, I mean, look at remember the Jets' reaction when uh, they tied Philly in the last preseason game. It was like they had won a, a regular season game. Was, Kenny Yeboah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't disagree with you, Marty. I, I think winning is important, but we're down to the last game of the year. I don't think this whatever they do Sunday isn't going to affect them going into next year. You wipe the slate clean and you you start fresh. I want to win. Yeah. I can't help it. I'm not, uh, saying well, I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't want. I'm, I'm not saying, saying I'm right either. Right. I know. I know. All right. Look, all we've been hearing this, I want to ask you both. Are we drinking too much of the Braxton Barrios Kool-Aid right now? I'm hearing numbers like four years, $28 million, $24 million. Ralph, I mean, he's playing really good and he's valuable. But Ralph, you taught me a few weeks ago that these slot receivers aren't that uncommon to get. So if you held a gun to my head and say, listen, would you sign him four years, 24 million, or if you had a choice, or um, Jamison Crowder, two years, 12 million, what would you do? Uh, you know, I liked his kick and punt, punt returning ability. I think that, 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 that definitely makes him a more valuable player than uh, just a slot receiver. I mean, I, if, you know, I, you talked about uh, Wayne Corbett. I think if, if, if Braxton Barrios were on the Patriots 10 years ago, instead of Wes Welker, I think he, he would have gotten some really good numbers. He's a very similar, more similar to Welker than he is to Corbett. And uh, another thing I love about Braxton Barrios He's a tough SOB. He goes yeah. over the middle, catches the ball, unlike uh, Jeff Smith uh, <laughs> lot, or Denzel Mims. Pretty much every other receiver we have. Ray, yeah. Ray, he's on my bum list. I just want to tell you that I'm off the. Which Jeff, one? Jeff Smith. He's he's a bum. Oh, Jeff. Okay. He's just he's just not good. Alligator arms. He's terrible. You know, you, you throw those numbers out. I you know, I think I think he's worth signing, and I think he's worth giving some money. Okay. Yeah. Ray, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, he'll, he'll easily get that in the free agent market. Yeah. You're going to have to, we're going to have to sign him. And he's, he, he, like Ralph said, he's not just a slot receiver. His punt return and kick returning ability is a game changer the way he. Uh, and he's so you know, dependable, you know, yeah. I mean, look, Mike, for years, drop look at these punt returners. Right. Like, we just like you're cringing whenever. Yeah. And pretty much every time he decides to actually run it back, he gets yards. He, he, he rarely I agree. You know, gets backward. Um, and, the, and the cap is going up. So we're going to have, yeah. you know, cap room. And don't forget, we have to pay CJ Mosley like seven, eighteen, eighteen million this year. Too. <laughs> What's the deal with him? Does, is did his uh, COVID year count against his contract? No. Whatever it, it is, it, he's got it, one it more year. Back a year. Yeah. One more year, <laughs> 17, 18 million. If they cut him, it's a $22 million cap hit. So they're going to keep Well, I, I want him back. He's, yeah, he's healthy. He's, right? he's good. No, he, he he's really good. I really, yeah. I mean, he had a couple of bad games. I, Ralph, there was one point where I said to Ray, he reminded me of a baseball accumulator. 
where at the end of the game, his stat sheet looked great, but he didn't really make great plays. Yeah. But that was about two or three games. He's done, he's done really, really well. He really has. But uh, uh, last thing on Barrios, the one guy, one of my all-time favorite Jets, who was only with him for a cup of coffee, Jim Leonard was the best punt catcher I ever saw in my life as far as hands. I'm not saying yeah. returning them. He was just so sure on every yeah. single punt. You know, Barrios is in that category. Uh, he is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I, I he's agree. way more dangerous. Yeah. Right. And the fact that he's de he developed a chemistry with Zach Wilson, I think that carries some weight. Yeah. I just Our, like the guy's attitude. I think he's a good guy to have on a team. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's pretty <laughs> smart. Apparently, yeah. uh, Ray and Ralph, he was valedictorian at the University of Miami. You seen Which, year. you know, well, I don't know what that means. You know, but we'll give it to him anyway. Ray, one time I lost contact with Ralph for a couple of years, and, <laughs> and he knows the story. So where do I run know, into yeah. him? We're both on the uh, basketball course, University of Miami, playing like three on three basketball. I haven't seen him in like five years. Yeah, I felt this guy box me out, and I go, "Oh my God, is this Wesley uh, Unseld?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. On to the next item. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Who's I want to name a few guys. You guys tell me if you think they're back next year. We'll start with Ray. All right. Here we go. Right. This guy Ray is, is up, not going to be back next year. Been, <laughs> he's, up, he's up and down. So you'll give me an answer, Ray, then Ralph, then I'll go to Ralph. Okay. Here we go, Ray. Ty Johnson. Right now, I'll say yeah. Ralph? Yeah, I think he'll come back. Yeah. That game when he had the three drops really stung a lot of people. But I, <laughs> he he was on the bum list. <laughs> right. All right, uh, Ralph, uh, tight end Tyler Croft. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Wow. Ray? Yeah, I think he'll be back. I don't think the other two will be. The meaning uh, Brown they, or they, they, gave, they Brown must have or given him more than one year. So I, I, I think Yaboa's got to make a move and get on the roster. Well, we, everyone thinks they're going to draft one in these four. I don't think it'll be one of the top four picks. Though. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't think they need to get one that high. But here we go, uh, Ray. Kyle Phillips, kind of mm. utility defensive end. You know, well, I don't know. Jeez. Um, Right now, uh, yeah, why not? Um, I don't know who will be back. We have so many guys between the injured list and everything. It's hard to say, you know, if I were to say you have to get rid of one, he wouldn't be the name that comes up for me. Okay, uh, Ralph? You know, I don't think he'll be back. I, I think they'll draft one high, and I think Lawson will come back. Uh, I, I agree with Ralph. I just think he can't do any better than he's done. He'll get a sack once every three or four games, and you'll see his number. But I don't. I really don't think he's coming back. All right, Ralph, Chuba Adoga. <laughs> no, I don't think he's coming back. Ray. Yeah, I think we need. I mean, I'd rather have him back than Feeney, or even though Feeney did well Feeney, at center. Feeney but, did pretty good. Feeney, this yeah. is a big week for Feeney. I'll be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it really yeah. is. It's amazing how the. And I'll tell you, the offensive line coach, Benton, deserves a ton of credit Yeah, for what he's done since, like, the first three or four games. All right, Ray. Man, Roten. Well, no, not him. But ready. Connor <laughs> McDermott, is he back? Yeah. Connor McDermott? Um, yeah. 
somebody's got to go, but I'll say, yeah, he'll be back. I, I think Feeney will be gone. And I think uh, Van Roten is going to be gone. All right, so, Ralph. I think they'll draft an interior lineman with one of those. Oh yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. McDermott. Oh, that's a tough one, Marty. Uh, I'll say yes. He'll be back. He, I think he's going to be back just because he caught that touchdown. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, Ralph, uh, you guys remember uh, Battle? What's his name, Ralph? The guy, Pike, Pike Battle. Yeah. Pike Battle. He was per- punt return in, in, in exhibition game. Exhibition game, punt returning because he tries to touch that. I kept him in the NFL for five years. Yeah. He never did anything else after that. Well, look at Steve O'Neill. You know, Steve O'Neill had that one punt. They added it to his, his total every year to get put his average. <laughs> Right, right. I have a friend that's been, um, he calls me up and he keeps telling me about this punter on Rutgers. It's supposed to be. Oh, I want to hear about a customer in the world. All right, okay. <laughs> Last one. All right, this is a rough one. Now, <laughs> rough. you ready? No. Okay. Is he back next year? Jeff Ulbrich. Uh, yeah, I think he is. I think I want them all to come back. I'm tired of this flip turnover. I think they have to have some continuity for two or three years. Uh, you know, he had, he lost a lot of players. I, yeah, I don't think it was a good year for him, but, uh, I want them all back. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't want this turnover. I'm tired of this team. Ray. Yeah, he'll be back. I, I don't think, uh, Sal is gonna get rid of anybody. He's, he's, I mean, I think, like, I think he, uh, I think he let Lafleur have it this past week after the game, but he ain't going to do it publicly. And I think, I think for the most part, he's got their back. They'd have to be, he'd have had to been worse than he's been to, to right. have them fire him. You know, it's funny. You mentioned it too. It's um, Mike Lafleur has the most secure job, the NFL, <laughs> because, you know, Matt Lafleur, and, and uh, our coach are like so close. It's unbelievable. They were like best man, man at one of the weddings and they talked to each other every game. When um, our coach was in COVID in the uh, hospital, he was on the phone with the uh, uh, LaFleur because LaFleur's TV, uh, well, I, I, our coach, what's our coach's name? Salah, his Salah's TV had like a three second delay. So LaFleur's TV in Green Bay didn't, and he would tell him what was going on before it happened, too. And he like told I'm him, talking to you. Yeah, it's like, that's right. Ray calls me. <laughs> so I, I think he's got the most secure job in the NFL, uh, Mike LaFleur. All right, I want to skip to one item because it's been all over the news today. Nothing to do with the Jets. Baker Mayfield hinted he wants to get traded. Ralph, I speak to Ray like, Every other week, I we have a little Baker Mayfield talk. I happen to like the guy. I don't know if I just enjoy his commercials or what, but I was just curious if he demanded a tr- trade. What do you guys see? What is his trade value right now? Well, they aren't going to get a bunch of firsts for him, but I think they could easily get it, at least as much as Sam got. Um, I think when he's healthy, oh, yeah. he's he's productive. I don't know that he's ever going to be elite but i think he's productive if he's in the right system and, and he's healthy so you may feel to me is his personality I, I think some people just think he's a loose cannon and it's trouble uh you know he, he he doesn't wear well uh yeah well yeah and he's 
I had told Ray because it was all over. He got a number of death threats out in Cleveland before the last <laughs> game. And you know, Ralph, I said to Ray, "This is just this is just the beginning because with all this legalized gambling, you're going to see death threats all over the place in sports. It's just going to go. You know, it, it's going to be an epidemic." Well, okay. remember, you know, in Cleveland there were very high expectations this year, so. That you know, they are really uh, unhappy with him and and just in general because they, they aren't even making the playoffs, much less you know yeah, challenging. They were, they were right, right. The guy was playing hurt the last ten games. He was, but I, my understanding was those a couple of them four picks weren't because of his shoulder. They were lousy throws. I mean, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know, but. You know, you throw four picks, you can't blame it all on your shoulder. You're going to, you know, you've got to make plays. And, um, he, you know, even even other, you know, his other years when he was healthy, he'd go, you know, he was kind of up and down. He'd play great for stretches, and then he'd have a, a few real stinkers and, and be just look very terrible. So, yeah, you know, he, he he's always been a little up and down. So, it wasn't just this year that I think this year was just the culmination because of the expectations. Right. You know, uh, for ahead, people, people who uh, jump to conclusions about rookie quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones both had really good rookie years and they haven't <clears throat> really matched it since then. It's, and uh, so, you know, and Josh Allen had a terrible rookie year. So, yeah. you know, I mean, the guys this year, I know Mac Jones has had a solid year. I'm not a big, I'm not a big believer in him. I think he's a product of the system they have here, but uh, you know, two years from now, you know, things will, I think it'd be a lot different with uh, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson and and Fields. Uh, I I think people, uh, they forget very quickly. (laughs) Ralph, what you just said was interesting. Do you think some of these guys have good years because there's no tape on them? Is that uh, you know, I think it's, you know, the interesting thing, you look at Mac Jones and he was cruising along and then suddenly he played against two good teams that knew how, you know, were smart enough and yeah. capable enough of, of, of exposing him and he was yeah. horrible. And then last week he cleaned up against the worst team in the world. Yeah. Uh, I give him credit. You know, he reads, you know, he's got a lot of poise and he's accurate. But uh, like I said to Marty Ray on the phone the other day, if, if he played for the Jets this year, he'd be worse yeah. than... Uh, Oh, he'd have Wilson been be killed. He'd be getting killed because you know yeah. how many how many play how many Not sacks has Wilson avoided every <laughs> yeah. game? I know. Uh, you know it's uh... right. Then, we, you know, we, Ralph and I used to have this argument because I used to tell him I I, I can't sleep because this Danny Woodhead is doing so good, and he said, "Morty, <laughs> he would never do that good on the job." Yeah, don't, don't, he no, said, "Don't beat no. yourself up." Remember that, Ralph? He said he's never going to be that type of player. He just fits in with the Patriots. All right. Well, yeah, but Marty, remember earlier in the year we were talking about how well he does, and you actually said, I think maybe we should have drafted him. And I said, you know, remember, Zach Wilson's coming from a wide-open offense in the West, and and Mac Jones spent four years under a coach who runs a pro-style offense with pro-level players. I mean, he was about as – pro ready coming out as as anybody could be these other guys have to kind of more than mac jones get used to the speed get used to the speed of the players he's playing with and against and and learn 
more of a pro style offense. So, you know, he had a lot less of a learning curve than Zach. Right. Me, to that. me, to me, uh, Mac Jones, his, his ceiling is, is Chad Pennington. That, 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 that to me, yeah. is, which isn't bad. Uh, no. Ralph, Ray, Ray will not forgive me that I predicted the Patriots at Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. He will not let it go. That's I a hear. real sexy pick, Marty, but it's yeah. not going to happen. All right, listen. This, this is why Buffalo's got to win this week. Okay. <laughs> no. Listen, the Jets right now have the fourth pick and the seventh pick. Hey, let me just ask you something. How, yeah. The Giants have the same record. Yet the Jets pick ahead of them. I'm, I, th- I would assume the Jets had a tougher schedule. I'm I, I I don't know. I you know these tiebreakers and strength of schedule. I just get confused. Yeah. I, I just don't. don't I just is. don't get it. Ray was telling me about a scenario the other day. Remember Ray? We were talking about it. Yeah. You said the Jets. They had a. What, what was that scenario where they had? We, uh, well, uh, I don't remember how many years ago it was. We drafted. Uh, we were drafting. <laughs> It might have been the year we uh, traded with the Saints for what's his name. I can't remember now, but um, Neal, we played. Richard Neal. <laughs> yes, Richard. <Neal. laughs> we played the team that had the same record as us, but they beat us, and then they drafted behind us, and I couldn't understand that. Oh, I was head like, to, head to head is not the first. No, it's not even a. It's not even a. No, the, the tiebreaker is strength of schedule. If you have a the tougher your strength of schedule, the lower you're going to pick. Um, yeah. All right. Why wouldn't head to head determine if you picked ahead? And it wasn't like the end of the year where anybody was tanking but, either. Yeah. But Ralph, doesn't head to head matter for the playoffs? Or like, oh, it matters for oh, the yeah. playoffs, not dress. Yeah. So okay, uh, I got you. All right. Um, the Jets right now draft fourth and seventh. Realistically, and we're going to get more into the draft, you know, in a few weeks. Uh, this is kind of unofficial. I just want you guys to tell me your feeling about, and you know, some of the players in the top 10, who you like. I- I'll go first. Um, and again, I-, I still think I'm going to get into like the quarterback crazy theory, but there's something else I came up and I want to get into. I think the Jets um, have to go defense, but also I really believe they have to go for a wide receiver. Unlike years ago, I, I just think people are getting wide receiver crazy. And I might as well mention it now. I, I think they're wide receiver crazy, two reasons. Uh, the first is uh, when they traded uh, Stefan Diggs for like two draft picks, everybody thought they were nuts. And between him and the quarterback's development that turned that franchise around. And the second thing is this year, the Cincinnati Bengals with this three headed monster, I've never seen anything like it. And I just think teams are going to go crazy for wide receivers, just like they went crazy for quarterbacks. Now this year is an anomaly because you have a lot of edge pass rushers, but I'm predicting between four and six wide receivers are going to go in the first round and I just want to know your thoughts on that. Then we'll get to the Jets picks. Ralph? Uh, I mean, there were there have been a lot of wide receivers taken in the last couple of years, uh, a lot in the first two rounds. So that's, that wouldn't surprise me at all if the talent is out there. I really haven't sat down and started uh, studying it closely yet. I know you like the kid from Alabama. Uh, I think Olave is probably not a number one. I think he's good, but I don't think he's a number one. I don't know. Ray would probably know more about him. Than, but, uh, yeah, uh, 
Well, what do you think? What do you think about Garrett Wilson then? Is he your number one? I got, I got, I got, I don't know. I'm not ready to, uh, okay. to give your opinion on those guys yet, Marty. I, I'm still not recovering from that uh, quarterback sneak. <laughs> All right, Ray, what's your feeling about the wide receivers? Am I just blowing air or do you think there's some truth to that, that it's become so popular? Well, yeah, it's a passing league now and more so than ever. And um, yeah, I, I, I could see us making a run at one, but my problem is I think we, we definitely need another offensive lineman. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, we got to take care of the defensive side of the ball again. I mean, I think there's more holes on the defense. So, but if they were to make a run at a a wide receiver, I'd be okay with that, but I don't want it to be at the expense of a top notch offensive lineman or a, maybe even a top DB if there is one available. I don't know which, but um, I I just think we need them both badly. All right. Well, then let me come to you first, Ray, as we enter the fourth quarter. With the fourth and seventh pick, you're familiar with some of the top 10 players, top 15. Have you looked at it yet? All right. Okay. Do you have any in mind who you would like? That's real. Well, mostly – and we did. I did kind of read up on that kid from Alabama, the the edge rusher. He's he's a sophomore. He's got another year. So oh, yeah, no, he won't gonna... be in the draft. I I thought maybe he was a redshirt sophomore. No, no, no. He's going to be a no, number one pick next. No year. such luck. And they were referring to uh, Hutchinson as as very possibly the number one overall. And I wasn't that. I, I like that guy, but I'm not sure he's that good. But um, I and I haven't really like like Ralph. I haven't really delved into the line the offensive lineman i know because i get to see him up close though olave or, or wilson will both be top 10 picks in my opinion top 10. wilson's i believe so the way really? you pick, well, I, I think wilson will i think olave will be 10 to 15 well uh, that could be too olave might be just outside the top 10 he's got better hands but wilson's more dynamic and more uh versatile so wilson is more of a threat in different ways than Olave. Olave is just a, a receiver with great hands, but he hasn't got the speed of Wilson or he'd be a, probably a top five pick if he was that fast. So Ray, if he was available, this uh, he's the highest rated offensive lineman. Would you take Evan Neal, the guy from Alabama? Um, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Now, now, is, he a, is he a tackle or is he a guard? He's a tackle. He's a left tackle. He's Left huge. Well, he's huge, like Marty's best friend. Well, but it's, he's built differently, Ralph. If you look at him, though, he well, is. I want to know what's between his ears. That's all right. Ralph, what, what, what would you take in the at the fourth pick at this point? Um, you know, it's funny. A lot of the mocks have them going for this uh, safety, Kyle Hamilton, and I think you know they're not doing. The, then there's no way he's going to do that. He he doesn't no, value the position. Best. No. Uh, and you know that's that you know that's the, these people aren't doing their research. Um, I like the kid from Purdue. I, I like think, him a lot too. I yeah. think he reminds me Ray of the Bosa brothers. Similar mm-hmm. size. He can play inside or outside, and he's yeah. got a motor. Um, yeah. I would be comfortable with him. Stingley makes me a little nervous because he. I don't want him. Here. I don't want it. Yeah. Uh, Booth from Clemson is another one. The kid from Florida uh elam or whatever his name is uh he's uh, another corner that but you know I, I think more position right now than specific players i think in the uh, for the first four picks i think they have to get 
an edge rusher, a cornerback, and an offensive lineman. And the fourth one, that could be like a wild card, you know. It could be a wide receiver or a tight end or whatever. But uh, I, I think they're going to go with those three because those are positions that he values. Uh, who specifically? It depends, I guess, who goes before them. I think they need a wide receiver. I would pick um, the guy from Purdue, Karloftis. I like him. I would pick uh, Garrett Wilson, my next pick, unless they can move down, maybe and get the guy from um, Alabama. Alabama receiver. Wasn't he from Ohio State originally? Uh, yes, he was. He, he was. Do you remember yeah, him from Ohio yeah, State? Right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was behind guys. That's kind of why you laughed. Oh, hey, Ralph. <laughs> Just for a second, Factory. did you see the uh, Rose, Rose Bowl? Bowl. <laughs> did you see the Rose, the Rose Bowl? Bowl? Uh, who was in that? Ohio in, State. In uh, oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. I'd like to have seen that. One, one of the best games you ever saw in your life. It was unbelievable. Yeah. End to end. It was just I great. will. I, I, I am, even though I'm here, I am tempering things a little because he didn't play against the best DB, even on that team, much less in college football. Right. So as good as he looked, I'm still excited for next year to see if he's and Jigba, Jackson and uh, Smith and Jigba for Ohio State. Wide receiver. Uh, he just ate it up. And like 300 and some yards receiving. And I can't remember how he catches. All right, listen, we're going to close this out, but we're going to go back to the trivia I, question. Anything you well, want to I didn't even give you my, I didn't give you my trivia Yeah, question. I want. I didn't know you had one. Yeah, yeah. I, I emailed said, it to yeah. yeah, boy, yeah. Marty, you're, not, you're off your game. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, what, uh, what Jet head coach in his first year coaching had the best record for a Jet head first year head coach? I'll give Gro you a hint. It's, it's a tie. Grow is one of them. No. Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards is one of them. And man genius. That's right. That's two. And there's a third one. Oh. The best of all. <laughs> Weeb. Parcells. <laughs> Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, well, what was their record? The Todd Ten Ball? and six. Ten, Ten and six. six. Oh, and yeah. Parcells was nine and seven. Nine nine and so, and seven. Nine, so was Ryan nine and seven. And so was Al Gro nine and seven. Al Gro yeah. was nine and seven. Okay. And all Lou right. Hulse, Lou Hulse was three and ten. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before he quit. <laughs> okay. My trivia question, people, like I said, comparing Braxton Barrios to Wayne Corbett. So this is a Wayne Corbett question. How many times did Wayne Corbett have at least 75 catches or more? So gonna, we all gonna, know gonna, Ralph. Gonna, we know gonna, Ralph, so. I'm changing my opinion. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go four. I'm going to go five. Staying with what I said. Well, guys, I'm sorry. He only had it twice. Yeah, I have wow. a feeling it was low. In 1996, he had 84 receptions. Right. But his best year was probably 1998. He had 75 receptions, but it's the only time he went over 1,000 yards, 1,083, and he had his highest yards per reception. And plus, he tied his career high with eight TDs. So that uh, that is the question. He did it uh, twice. Let me, right. let me just let me wait, Martin. Before you finish, the, the question yeah. I asked has a has a has a moral to it because I know pe some people can't think Sal is a bust already. Oh no, yeah. not. I just want I just want want to list you quickly five of the greatest coaches of all time. Their first year as a head coach, 
Tom Landry, 0 and 11 in one tie. I know that. Yeah. Chuck Knoll, 1 and 13. That got him Terry Bradshaw. Bill Walsh, 2 and 14. Bill Parcells, 3, 12 and 1. And Jimmy Johnson, 1 and 15. So, it, and it took them there. They all kicked in like their third year. That's when the team started really doing it. Right, so well, we got we got to give him a couple of years. It's a it's a different time, of course. But Ralph, it is. There's no patience anymore. Right. It drives you, me crazy. You, now, Ralph, you haven't been on a few weeks. You like Salah? <sighs> I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I, you know, I love the I guy personally. Good. I don't know if he's got what it takes to be uh, a really good head coach, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't be. I, I, it's too soon at this point. Hey, all right. One last thing before you close out, Marty, because we didn't touch on it at all, and I was driving back home today and quickly had the NFL network on and Bart Scott was on there. And oh, I, you again? didn't touch on the three idiots. Anybody uh, agree with what they said? I don't know what they, I watched those guys and, and they're oh, doubling it down. Out, it came out of nowhere. I don't know what they're talking about. I just don't get uh, it. They just think he wanted to be and, the hero. And I got kudos to Brian Costello because he wrote an article refuting it. everything. Yeah, I saw that So that, that's good. All right. We got to close this that. out. So until next time for Jets Rewind and JetsRewind.com, Ralph Schrager, Ray Clifford, and Marty Schupack.